Are you guys ready up there? Alright. Alright, quiet on the set. Welcome to the 50th episode of Adventures in Movies. My name is Nathaniel Muir, and I am the movie editor at AIPT. Joining me on this celebratory journey is the host of Adventures in Movies. That's me. I'm Danny, and I'm a host with the most. (laughs) Uh, Also joining me on this uh, special edition of Adventures in Movies is the host of adventures in movies <laughs> i guess that is also me blake and uh i'm happy to be here guys hey I'm the happy big that five you're here. <laughs> me too i'm glad you're both here we made it five five oh episodes you know what that's i think the most we've ever done on any one of these little projects we've ever tried yeah yeah i think this is the most for sure <laughs> <laughs> and we've been ever since we started uh i guess it's been a little over a year now Every single week, we've had a new episode. That's pretty good. Yeah, that is we pretty ha- good. We haven't had a clip show. We haven't had a like a best of. We haven't we haven't done a generic like. Um, I, I like when people reach into the mailbag type of thing, but we haven't done that. We've had some episodes that are not as good as others, but uh, I'd say we've done a pretty pretty bang up job the past year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would say we fucking kicked a whole lot of ass. I don't give a fuck what anybody else says. Yeah, people. and the 12 people that listen to us regularly, they'd agree. <laughs> and we're doing it for them, those 12 people that listen to us. We Thanks, thank Mom and Dad. Our... <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, your parents listen? Lucky. <laughs> no, fuck that. <laughs> My dad's still trying to comprehend what a podcast is. He's like, so this is radio, right? And I'm like, well, no, but... You could listen to us here. This is a podcast. I think my sisters listened to it once, but I told her, I was like, I probably say motherfucker more times in that one hour than you probably ever heard me say ever in person. (laughs) (laughs) Get ready for that. (laughs) It's uh, it's been a fun ride. I'm glad that we made it. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, I look forward Mm -hmm. to another another 50 of these. Uh, We wanted to do something really special, and we couldn't think of anything at all we um so uh we came up with something that uh i think is pretty cool uh over the course of the next 50 some odd minutes uh we are going to discuss 50 topics so espn 30 for 30 adventures (laughs) is movies is going 50 for 50 (laughs) so um you guys remember i don't it was dana carvey it was a Saturday Night Lights skit. This isn't one of the topics, but uh, I, I forgot who he was par- uh, He was spoofing, but it was a dude who would go, uh, next topic. And then he would oh, say, yeah. uh, <laughs> who you're wrong. That? <laughs> yeah, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next it was topic. like meet the press, basically. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. 
Purple looks better in the sun than in the moon or something. Yeah, go. <laughs> yeah, go. <laughs> oh, that was the golden era, man. That was the I fucking miss those days of Saturday Night Live. Those were those were some of my favorite ones. That's when uh, Adam Sandler uh, hadn't worn out his welcome yet. He was uh, still. <laughs> Uh, David Spade was like uh, just getting started, and Chris Farley was um, alive, which is yeah. always oh, a positive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's get this. Let's get this show on the road here. First topic. Uh, topic <laughs> I I love Bachelor Party, and in this era of remakes, I'm glad there has been no Bachelor Party remake, and I hope that there is never one because they would totally dilute it. There is a Go! sequel. There's a sequel. There's yeah, a sequel to a Bachelor Party. There's so two sequels. there's two sequels. Holy fuck! I only knew one with Cal Penn. Uh, I yeah, I'm very happy that there is no remake of this. And if there is, I want 80 year old Tom Hanks or however old he is to reprise or to replace you know reprise his character again. I just want the same characters. I just want the whole plot, essentially, to be the same movie, just 30, 40 years later. That's a that's a remake I'm waiting for. I'm down for some Porky's remakes. <laughs> let's, let's do some Porky's. Porky's 2.0. How tough would it be to remake Porky's in, in you, this culture? I think you could. It's, it's like, it's just a movie. It's like a, it's a sexual harassment. I was uh, going to say, it's called Porky's. <laughs> colon, me, hashtag me too. Yeah, exactly. Porky's me too. <laughs> Topic uh, number two. Oh. So I have... So, Missing Link won um, Golden Globe over Toy Story 4. So, I have a thing here. Do we want more original stories or do we want more nostalgia-based stories? What do we want? Original stories. Uh, I would rather see a someone I, – I don't know if it's a singer. I'd rather see someone try and fail than do a, a good version of a, of a remake or just continue on with the franchise. Missing Link is on Hulu now, actually. I saw that last night, so I can't wait to watch it. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's one of my favorite films of last year. But yeah, that's what uh, a friend of ours or a friend of mine, he posted, uh, Toy St- uh, Missing Link can't be that better than Toy Story 4. And I think overall the story oh, is... Oh, the story. Oops, says otherwise. <laughs> I think the story is a lot better. I, I feel Toy Story 4 was the, you know, just adding on. You know, Disney's just getting more money into their pockets. Yeah, I, I I think I would prefer original stories over nostalgia type stories. You know, I'm okay with like stuff that like is from something else as long as it's done in an original new way. So, but um, I would say yeah, I'm I'm always more eager for the original stories uh, over you know some retread of something, for sure. Number um, three, number three. Um, what so uh, I'm gonna toe the company line a little bit. Uh, what uh, comic book property uh, would you guys like to see turned into a series or film this uh, coming year or years? Oh, oh. Uh, oh. I, I love, um, and I guess because I like assassin stories, and uh, well, you know, assassins are just cool. But the story of Grendel, this uh, this uh, well, one of the versions of Grendel, an upscale writer living in New York named Hunter Rose, who's like high society. Um, everyone knows he's kind of like Bruce Wayne. Everyone knows him. He throws all these lavish parties, but he's actually the assassin Grendel who's, uh, feuding. He's warring with the mafia. Um, some countries call him the devil. He's so evil, but, um, yeah, Grendel would be an awesome story. Well, that's a good pick, Danny. That's a really good pick. 
Uh, I'm at, I you kind of like got me with my pants down on this one. Uh, <laughs> That's the way I like to get you, Davey. <laughs> yeah, nothing uh, new. <laughs> I, I think uh, I, I think you might agree with uh, me on this one. Uh, underwater welder Ooh, might be. Fuck yeah, of course, yes. Might be a good one on that one. Okay, uh, I thought Ryan Gosling was doing something with that. That's yeah, what I heard too, but I don't know if I, that's ever been. Yeah, yeah, that was a while ago that I heard about it. Maybe it's one of those developmental hell things. Yeah, probably. Um, I'm gonna go off uh, into the surprise, surprise horror uh, realm. Uh, I would love to see American Vampire turned into a series. Is what I would love to. Uh, uh, Skinner Sweet, uh, Old West, uh, Western Vampire. Uh, very cool, very cool story. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Pat, your turn. All right. So uh, a lot of comedians complain about today's culture. They're hacks. It's the job of comedians to push the envelope and to find ways to manipulate what's going on in current society. Interesting. I would agree. Yes. Yes. We need more George Carlin well, out there. Like Bill Burr said it best. Well, I, I, Bill Burr has a funny joke because he talks about how comedians complain about how, like, you can't say anything because you feel like, like you're in a box. Yeah, like even Seinfeld says, like, he feels like he can't go to colleges anymore uh, because he'll get, like, run out on a rail. Um, Bill Burr said the trick is you got to learn how to piss everyone off. So he was, like, talking about how he was on Twitter one day. Uh, this is during the election. So he just tweeted out, Trump is such an idiot. He's going to make me vote for a woman. <laughs> and he, just, yeah, he, just, he threw it out there like fish to seals and it worked <laughs> so any comedian and i and i picked that because there's lots of comedians who go into a film of like eddie murphy and will ferrell and uh seinfeld uh, tv but i mean there's a lot of comedians who try to make that jump um comedians who complain about not being able to work around the con- confines of society like richard Pryor did and george carlin did and uh, Chris Rock, to an extent, um, they're they're hacks. They suck. They're not good comedians. And they need to start flipping burgers or something. <laughs> no, I want to watch Good Burger. Oh, <laughs> I really like that movie. It was on the other day on like basic TV. I yeah. ate that shit up. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. Uh, I guess we're at number five. Number five. Oh, so that's me. Uh, so this is, uh, I don't think I've seen this as much uh, in a long time, but uh, should we bring, bring back smoking in movies, like smoking cigarettes, smoking pot? Oh, Joker, dude. Yeah, yeah but, I mean, jo- Joker, Joker, I think Joker was the last one that I really remember because I don't even think, like, Irishman had it. Um, but, like, it, it's, like, more, like, more of a, I guess, like a initiative thing now i guess because they don't want to get kids to smoke but do we kids want are vaping kids don't fucking smoke anymore, anymore. i know huh? do we want more vaping than in movies no but you know down with vaping funny? up with smoke you know what's really funny is is you're, you're right like you know back in the well, even in the 80s and especially in the 90s actually there's oh, yeah. like everyone was a smoker but mm-hmm. it's funny like because vaping's like a big thing now but when someone's vaping in a movie they're usually a douchebag and it's supposed to be funny that they're vaping <laughs> exactly <laughs> vaping doesn't have the cool factor that cigarettes do. Go figure. You know what? I just want more noir detective movies. So you have to smoke if you're yeah. uh, a detective in a noir movie. So yeah, I, I'm all about it. Yes, more, please. Yeah, more I usually. Yeah, I, I I usually don't notice. Like in Joker, it's because he's constantly smoking. So that's why I right. noticed it. But um, I don't. I I never noticed the the lack of smoking in movies. Um. So, I don't know, maybe maybe, maybe they smoke a lot, Danny, and we just don't notice it. Maybe it's just like like, like we have the blinders on and we're like, oh, this guy's this guy's just doing it. 
But this yeah, vaping, maybe. I mean, I vaping asshole. Fuck this asshole. Exactly. How, the minute <laughs> someone starts vaping, I'm like, fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, okay, so my turn, I guess? Uh, yeah, number we'll, what, six? Six, I guess. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll kind of keep with that kind of uh, mindset. Uh, what current uh, film um, trend do you hope stops? And there's two parter, so this is, we can do uh, six and seven. Uh, what do you hope continues? Oh, okay. I can tell you what I hope stops. Um, it was a, not so much in 2019, but in 2018, I thought, and, and the messages are good, but I thought movies like, um, I thought Assassination Nation was one of the worst movies I, I had seen in quite a number of years, but, um, it deals a lot with cyberbullying with, well, it's set in, um, shit, girls have to wear basically scarlet letters and it's in a town called Salem where women are essentially hunted for, doing bad things so a very very poor analogy very not very subtle very heavy-handed um that same year saw the um, the hate you give which put up tupac as a martyr which is just absolutely horrible like uh that dude dying at 27 is the best thing that could have happened to him because people think he's some kind of seriously people think he's some kind of ghetto messiah he was just a dude who, who was a shitty rapper and a shitty actor and couldn't figure it out he went with uh, whatever trend was going on thankfully someone killed him so people hold him up to but no a trend that i hate is when uh movies force messages in no matter how good the message is is if it's forced in it always kills the vibe uh, okay that's good <laughs> take that tupac <laughs> I hope you're listening to this in your grave, you two fucks. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know what? I know you asked about like the movie <laughs> genre or the, like the comic book genre, but I feel like we need to slow slow it down a bit, at least with the Marvel side, because uh, we're not really getting that many DC or independent books. Uh, maybe we should just slow it down on the Marvel side, like just uh, let everything else kind of like, let's let's breathe a bit, like let's stop giving us a, a serial. Or serialized movies, like just let's get a let's a uh, let's take a step back, let's breathe, let's reconvene, uh, because this train this train is is gonna stop, but it it needs to slow down. It needs to like you know change out those wheels. I think trains aren't run on wheels uh, or coal. Um, <laughs> I'm not really sure how trains work anymore. Uh, <laughs> uh, Snorp. <laughs> Snow Priest is a really fun movie. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's what I would say. Uh, and I do we have to answer seven right now, or are we waiting on seven? Yeah, you, you can if you want. Well, uh, what do you have, Blake? Uh, yeah, for like what I don't. It. So like, I well, I mean, I, I recall kind of feeling the same way. Like, I'm, I'm really kind of sick of like how everything has to be like serialized and turned into like this series of things that are all interconnected. And that's all like fucking marvel and star wars and you know any of that shit that's like come out in the past few years the dc movies oh it's all got to be connected but it's very poorly connected you know let's let's just do standalone fucking movies that's okay you know i'm okay with that so i would say like yeah, let's that's realize cool. everything so you know what trend i would like to see continue and i know we've had the discussion before about uh horror never dying but uh it's never really died they just call it different things but one thing we have mm -hmm. seen in recent years is uh People are willing to take it more seriously. Um, movies like Hereditary uh, and The Witch and um, yeah. Midsummer, people might not like them. They might not understand them. Us is a really good example of it too. 
But uh, at least I, I love a corny horror. I love B horror and I like slashers and stuff like that. But it is good to see uh, a more serious take on those uh, on on those topics. Get out is you know you don't get horror so horror social commentary. It's it's there. It's been there since like ooh Night of the Living Dead or whatever. But uh, mm-hmm. it's it's nice to see it every once in a while, and I'd like to see more of it. I I think I agree with you on this one. I I, I want more. I know we don't get horror has been very like serious in the last couple of years and i feel like uh we need the campy horror again i mean there's very few and without being like a comedic horror i want like a a campy horror like where you know it's gonna be bad uh i think uh final girls uh came out a couple of years years ago that was trying to be it it, it, it tried to be that but i feel it came out to be more I don't know. I guess more comedic, as I as I mentioned, but I I would like a, a more of a self not self aware, but like a B more B movies, uh, B horror films. I think that's what I want more of uh, in the coming upcoming years, if that's possible. That's interesting. That's kind of we were all kind of on the same page on that one. Like uh, you know me, I'm like always a horror fan, but yeah, I think mm-hmm. the the whole A two four fucking kind of movement renaissance of of trying to make um, really thought provoking. Horror movies in general, and I, I would love to see that uh, translate into the sci-fi world. Um, you know, um, mm-hmm. so that's kind of kind of the same same thought. But yeah, I would love to see some more, you know, thought-provoking um, sci-fi. So yeah, I hope that I hope cool. that kind of trick tri- continues. Yeah, right. That would be awesome, actually. Okay, number nine. So one year for a friend for his birthday, I bought him a movie starring Little Wayne. It was either called. <laughs> It was either called "Who's Your Caddy" or "Caddy" or "Caddy Black." I don't remember. But um, do they still make those kinds of movies? Do you see them? It's like I, the way I describe it is like low-hanging fruit black exploitation because they're kind of racist against everybody. Yeah. Like a pootie do they, thing. Do they still? Yeah, like pootie thing. Exactly. Like do they yeah. do they make those kinds of movies still? Because I, I don't think them or do. hear about them. You know what? We I, just need the Wayne's Brothers back in the saddle, boys. We need to get the Wayne's Brothers <laughs> rolling. <laughs> Somebody send him a I mean, memo. The closest I can think of is Tyler Perry, but even those like they don't like 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 Dolomite. Like that was making yeah. fun of a lot of stereotypes. Like Tyler Perry. I mean, aside from Medea, I don't think that the that's the joke in them. I think they're corny family jokes. I guess I don't know, but yeah. I don't. I, there's really not anything like uh, who's your caddy or whatever the hell like, that I tales I've from seen. the hood, bro. Tales from the hood. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like don't drink your like you said the wayans brothers yeah like, don't drink your like you know <laughs> I, i'm here to watch shake a spear in love like that kind of stuff like you know <laughs> i'm not sure if that stuff exists anymore. i don't think it does man we i haven't no i haven't seen it in a while i hope it comes back shit i, I always enjoy that stuff it's I saw... funny and I, i'm not and not just black exploitation like just anything oh, that's that, so willing that. to yeah. Give me yeah, the risas de vacaciones. Like, give me that shit. Give me your shitty movies, Mexico. Like, I don't want your prestigious movies. Give me your shitty Mexican movies. Risas de vacaciones and, you know, yeah. El Vampiro de, de, de la Calle or whatever. You know? The shit we grew up watching on Channel 11 when it was already past midnight, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, Blake wants to talk A24. I want to talk about Lil Wayne playing golf. <laughs> <laughs> and here's a surprise. He's a really good golf player. <laughs> He was, actually, I believe, if I remember, I only saw it one time. I think he was kind of Happy Gilmore esque, if I remember correctly. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see here. Uh, Number eleven. Uh, is that me? 
Fast yeah, all right. So I all right. So one of the best movies that did this uh, was Mad Max: uh, uh, Fury Road or Fewer Road uh, or Fewer Roads. Uh, they did this uh, standard FX versus uh, or uh, they blend FX versus CGI with CGI. Now, what do you guys prefer more, CGI or standard FX? Uh, I still think one of the. I, I still think. Uh, FX is really really good, and it, if you could get it right, I know Fast and the Furious did it, The Punisher did, Standard Effects, of course. I guess these are car movies that did it really well, uh, but then you get like crazier and crazier with CGI with Fast and the Furious. What would you guys prefer, the CGI, F, like Standard Effects, one hundred percent practical effects? I mean, I, I, I want the say you... yeah yeah. I want like the I'm, Baker-esque, you know, fucking monster transformations and the stuff like from The Thing. I want all that stuff practically done. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fuck. I didn't even think about horror films and that. I was just thinking like yeah. standard, standard like action films and stuff like that. I didn't even think of horror. Nah, when you started talking special effects, I immediately started thinking of Savini. Uh, immediately. Yeah. I was like, Tom Savini, you, exactly. You, yeah, you absolutely cannot beat good practical effects. I mean... Uh, the famous scene from Maniac, the with the shotgun through the head. I mean, it's um, mm-hmm. it's amazing. <laughs> there's nothing today like, and there's some amazing special effects that are going. Don't get me wrong, I I, I don't hate CGI at all, but um, man, you just you just can't beat some awesome practical effects. No, I mean, like and like and when it really stands out, like in like uh, the I know the Ritual did a lot of practical effects with their monster as long as as well as oh, some CG that, stuff, but like. Yeah. You know, when it stands out, man, it, it really, really stands out. Like, The Void, I thought, did a really cool job with some cool practical effects in horror movies. Um, so, in the, in the horror genre lately. So, yeah, yeah, 100, 100. Mm-hmm. Number 12. Yeah. So, uh, what series or movie uh, would you like to give another shot? You know, so, like, you, maybe you watched it and didn't like it, or it just didn't catch your attention. Um, what What do you feel like there, that's out there that you kind of need to give another another go around? Ooh, I have an answer that actually ties into one of my topics. But I will say this. Uh, I've discussed it before, and uh, I'll get to it in a couple of minutes. The kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I want – this is so stupid. Uh, I I dropped it, I think it, – it's Young Avengers, written by uh, Kieran Gillen and Jamie McKelvey. Oh, such a good writer. He's such a good writer. A so – so here's here's the thing like i was keeping up with the book and then i think like at issue 12 13 maybe i was like you know what the story is not really going anywhere i think i'm just gonna drop it and then two issues later i shit you not the book gets he's he's done with the book like the book's canceled it's run its course whatever and now to the like till this point this is like fucking eight years now till this point i can't find the last two issues and i feel like it's my biggest regret like uh not finishing the story and mm-hmm. now i feel like anything that jimmy mckelvey does or or kieran gillen does like i i usually just stop and i'm like i give it a full arc like you know a, a, a full season or whatever and uh i feel like young avengers is the only one i haven't finished now and i feel very incomplete and i i that's the story that i always want to go back to keep in mind everyone listening danny's biggest regret isn't when he got in an online affair with someone saw their picture and dumped them because they were too fat his biggest regret is not finishing a comic book that's also very (laughs) 
That's also a story uh, for for later. Uh, that'll be episode one hundred. Uh, <laughs> uh, mine is uh, definitely The Wire. Uh, I will definitely. Uh, I've committed to revisiting, um, watching all that again, because um, I feel I, it's like the only thing that I hear people talk about, and I'm like, fuck, I just. Is it? It's got to be that good if everybody fucking says it is. So I'm gonna fucking go back and and give that another shot because I, so, I dropped off pretty quick. So this is what I did for the wire. I, I gave myself five months, right? Uh, one season for a month, and so you have a whole you know thirty days to finish a full season. You know, okay. there's, and then you once you're done, you wait till the next se- the next month, and then you keep on going. That way, you could like uh, take it in. Because I, I did feel everybody was talking about The Wire and everybody was like talking about it in high fucking praises. Man. And I felt... Annoying, so. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very annoying. And then, you know, it, I thought it was going to go over my head. And I feel what I did, it took me... It did take me five months, but I saw all all the seasons. I got to like really embrace the characters, the stories, and I feel that would be a really good thing because you're not really like, well, fuck, now I got to like... Watch the next episode. No, you kind of like you kind of pace yourself, kind of like reading a book in a way. Mm-hmm. It's a really good book, though. But I, I mean, it's just one of these things that you kind of want to just pace yourself on. Understood. <laughs> <laughs> Number thirteen, um, Dark Man. I started that. It's been on HBO for years. I couldn't wait to finish the trilogy. They took it off. No. <laughs> so. My question was, what series would you guys like to watch that you haven't watched? But Blake beat me to it. Oh, fuck. I, I figured this was going to happen maybe sometime. Okay. All right. I knew and it then. would. I didn't think it would be on something so random. But <laughs> <laughs> So my answer to your question, so I guess it's a cheat. But, uh, yeah, it's Dark Man. I, I uh, didn't even realize it was a full trilogy. And I wanted to watch it. And, yeah, I watched the first one, which I had seen before already. When I was ready to watch the ones I had never seen, they were gone. <laughs> I, you know what just to add to it i kind of want to watch i haven't watched one fucking lick of it pinky blinders uh, i hear that's really oh. good it's fun um yeah. and i saw a clip the other day that made me like go, oh, oh fuck i kind of want to watch that now so that's another one I, I might give a shot yeah regina always talks about that when she was as in um how she wants to watch she's always like man i i gotta finally get to this but she's was, she's been saying that for years yeah <laughs> Uh, I guess, Danny, we're going on to 14. Cool. So I have one. I'm going on the Martin Scorsese, actually, Steven Spielberg train here. Um, Netflix versus the industry. Do you feel like what Netflix is doing, putting their films at theaters, constitutes them to have, or counts them to have like a, an award for them, or should all movies be treated equally? Um, I think uh, they are being treated equally by Netflix being allowed to do that. I think they have. Well, like we've talked about the past few weeks, like awards are kind of pointless anyway. Um, I mean, sure, why not? I mean, Netflix is probably going to be dead within the next seven years anyway, the way things are going. So might as well let them have their fun before they go out of business. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't honestly, I don't ever fucking care about the awards and stuff like that. But um. I, I I just hope that all this means is that the you know we're we're starting to pay fucking premium prices for this shit whether we like to admit it or not, mm-hmm. and so I I want the quality to go up. So if that means they're they're they want their movies and their series to be you know that you know contending for that kind of stuff, that's great. That's great for me because I'm already fucking paying for it. So you know I I'm all about them trying to trying to do 
you know, award quality shit, I guess. Number 15, Blake. Uh, this is simple. This is simple. Uh, what's your most anticipated film of 2020? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I don't know all the, I, I can't think of all but one that I'm, yeah obviously uh well the one that I right now off the top of my head the one that I'm really looking forward to is uh no time to die the um James Bond movie okay never die uh, again. Is that, never die again is never that die coming again. out this year yes okay Isn't it? I think so I hope so uh because if if it isn't and I don't know if Thor yeah, uh, die is listed in the 2020 <laughs> cool yeah that's the one off the top of my head that I'm really looking forward to I have Thor, the new Thor, um, Thor. just because it has that's, that's um, Vader. I, I don't know if it's this year. That's the first one that came into my head. Uh, <laughs> if I not, I'm that's just gonna... like 2023. <laughs> well, that's what I'm ready for. Uh, if not, uh, you I... You can definitely start looking to it. Yeah. Uh, if not, it's I'm just going to take Pat's answer on this one, I too. Sure you were, I was sure you were going to say Sonic the Hedgehog, Danny. I was just fucking positive you were going to say Oh, shit. <laughs> I want to see that terrible <laughs> movie. <laughs> I want to see that terrible movie. Uh, Who's coming with me? <laughs> I'll go. Fuck it. Um, so mine is uh, definitely and has been uh, for a while now. Uh, Dune. Dune. Mm. So love the fucking book. Uh, big fan. Of, I'm actually a big fan of the original movie. Uh, David Lynch movie. Um, but yeah, I think this has all the makings of of, of uh, something that could be really fucking great. And uh, yeah, I'm just really looking forward to it. Um, Cool. Number 16. Uh, so I'm going to take it back. We we're talking about uh, good good movies and bad movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had Mubi, and I've had the Criterion Collection uh, for the independent slate that they have. I don't think I've ever watched either one ever. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> my question to you guys, because I know you both watch A24 films. I know you go to the Alamo and you see small. Do you really like independent films, or is it just something that, like, I don't know, Catches your fancy, you're just kind of like, oh, I'm in the mood for this little shitty movie, and then next next month I'll go watch Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> oh god damn it! Why didn't Hobbs and Shaw make our fucking top ten at all? Because it was fucking... absolute trash. <laughs> <laughs> because it uh it 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 went beyond a t- any top ten. No top ten could contain yeah. those muscles. <laughs> it pulled the other ones out of the sky with a fucking pain. All right. <laughs> This was such a stupid movie. <laughs> oh, oh, what was the qu- independent films? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking here. Uh, okay, um, I guess. Um, I don't know. I I feel like I I've been because it's not just a twenty four. I mean, we had focus uh, pictures and IFC before, uh, and I feel like. <laughs> Yeah, we've had all these other companies that you know that have rate that come 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 and gone essentially, and um, yeah, if, if it tickles my fancy and it looks good, yeah, I'll watch it. But that all, I mean, that doesn't mean that I'm gonna watch all these independent films. That doesn't mean I'm gonna watch you know the the next fucking great explosion movie that's gonna be coming out. Uh, free guy, I'll be watching Michael you Bay's very, very explosion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> explosion. Explosion. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, you know, I like, yeah, I'm into independent movies. I guess, I guess. Uh, there's a lot. I've because I'm such a big horror fan. There's because that genre is so prevalent in the independent film, you know, market. Um, I end up watching a lot of them and enjoying, you know, a lot of them uh, for what it's worth. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think uh, a perfect example of a movie that I think we all enjoyed, but 
I think we'll all admit it was up its own ass was the art of self-defense. Um, like it was fun. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, but again, it like when I walked out of it, like I kind of was like, you know, and then they had that little thing, that little thing at the end of it where they were like, there was that fucking guy interviewing the director and stuff. And it all felt so cringy because it was like, they were trying yeah. to make such a big deal yeah. about it that I was like, God, now I'm like, it just kind of ruined it for me <laughs> in a way. So, um, yeah, I think that's a fine line. Independent film walks, uh, walks, I guess is kind of what I'm trying to say. That's the, I think that's the best way to put it. It's a very fine line. Uh, Danny 16. Uh, Ooh, we're going to have to speed it up here. Yeah. All right. So, uh, I guess, uh, this is going to be an easy one. Worst movie you ever, you've ever seen the worst movie you've ever seen. Oh, it's called uh, Cabin, not Cabin in the Woods, the, the main one. It's uh, Cabin like Don't Lake. Go in the Woods. No, no, it's like that called like Don't Go Out in the Woods. or it, It's a movie from like 2014 or something. But basically this, uh, it's a it's a horror movie. Um, a band go out with their girlfriends out in the woods. Um, they're kind of playing their songs. Uh, it's really shitty music. People start dying. Uh, the girlfriends and dudes from the band. Um, the lead singer ends up surviving. He's in an office. Um, an agent is talking and he's like, uh, yeah, sometimes you have to do what you got to do to get ahead in this business. And that's the twist. Like the oh, lead singer right. killed the band and everybody get ahead. Horrible. And I think it's directed by Vincent D'Onofrio. Mm. <laughs> wow. It's a horrible, horrible movie, but yeah, like it's, it's two hours. I'll never have back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Worst movie I've ever seen. Uh, Rosemary's Baby is on the list. <laughs> oh, you don't no. want to go down that road again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just joking. But, I mean, I, honestly, I've seen so many fucking terrible... There there was a movie called, like, Killing Spree of the Zodiac or some shit that I remember. It was literally just, like, fucking fast clips of, like, like dead dogs and, like, dead animals mixed with, like, a over voiceover of a guy talking about how he's going to, like, fucking tear your butthole apart. It's fucking <laughs> truly the most awful thing I've ever fucking seen in my life. So there you go. What about you, Danny? Uh, I still have Kevin Smith's Tusk. Like, it gave me a really bad taste. So I would say Tusk. All right. <laughs> 17, Blake. 17 uh let's see here um okay so getting this is the next few questions i have are all horror movie related uh what topic would you like to see the horror genre approach oh my gosh that is a good good question i have i have i have an answer uh the woke uh the woke era you know you can't yeah the woke era yeah the cancel culture the cancel culture, yeah. I want them to like. I want them to tackle that. That would be fucking great. The complete do uh, the complete opposite of what Get Out did, uh, where it's social commentary, it's or social horror. Just do like, you know, whoever's like being like, uh, well, you can't, you 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 know, you got to be gender neutral. Bam, dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Uh, Pat, do you have do you have one? Uh, I, I, I go ahead. I'm sure you probably have one. I need. I do. I do. Uh, and luckily, this year is going to see uh, a movie set in this uh, kind of genre. I always thought, and uh, when I was doing uh, in creative writing school, uh, I used uh, this theme heavily because I just fucking love it. I feel like it's totally underutilized. Uh, the Civil War. I would oh. love to, for there to be oh, more yeah. Civil War, you know, era theme shit. It was such a fucking brutal time, and just 
lots of there's lots of meat on the bone, so to speak, uh, that you could saw through. Uh, and so uh, Antebellum's coming out this year. It seems like uh, yes. Janelle Monae's in it, and that seems like a really cool little step into that kind of world. So I would say definitely that kind of that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's a good question, Blake. I'll have, I'll think of something randomly tonight, and I'll wake up in cold sweat. But <laughs> I'll get a text at four in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like fucking asshole. But um, moving on. Moving good on. question. Uh, what are we Thank on? I'm not a big fan of uh, the Last Jedi, but uh, I did appreciate what uh, Ryan Johnson tried to do. I just thought the execution was poor. But um, after the the Rise of Skywalker, I really appreciate the vision even more now, and. Uh, I'm beginning to rethink it, and uh, it might be the best movie of this new trilogy. I'm not sure. Force Wiggins was really good, but uh, what do you guys think of the new trilogy? Which one oh, was the, the best? The sequel trilogy? Holy yeah. fuck. I'm going to uh, go Force Awakens. How much time do you guys get? No, I, I would agree. Last Jedi is the <laughs> best. The, the, 45 last seconds. Jedi. <laughs> last Jedi. Like, hands down. Like, I feel like it uh, It. It did so, so many cool things, and then it just fucking destroyed it in the third one all right go whatever done well you're blaming the third one for i mean (laughs) i i thought the execution was really poor in the second one Uh, yeah good ideas i mean we can't we can't forgive a shitty movie for good ideas i mean there was road to hell is paved for that movie that didn't even need to be in it (laughs) yeah road to hell is paved with uh, good intentions so (laughs) exactly (laughs) <laughs> number 20 danny uh it's funny question uh funny that you asked the best uh or the best uh movie in the in the trilogy i actually have a question that says your best sequel ever the best sequel ever the best sequel ever best sequel ever Ooh. well i would have to go with uh empire yeah empire has uh, that be. that show on fox i think the uh empire <laughs> <laughs> no very uh, clever empire. twist <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Empire Strikes Back is uh, uh, that's I, I would say that's the best one. I'm gonna go uh, for a few dollars more. Oh, ah, good one! That's good really one. really good. Fuck, my mine is just a complete joke now compared to your guys's. I was gonna say Spider Man Two. <laughs> <laughs> You're ridiculous. What is it? Number twenty two, twenty one, twenty two, Blake. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, this is you're the host. You you keep track of this. Uh, <laughs> one, twenty one. Uh, so it's me. It's me. Yeah. Uh, yeah which uh, Universal monster property? So the classic Universal monsters uh, needs a needs another shot. I know we have Invisible Man coming out this year, I believe. Um, but you have Creature from the Black Lagoon, Frankenstein, Dracula, Mummy, uh, Phantom of the Opera. You yeah. could even throw in there. So yeah, what what would you think? I would say uh, Dracula's been done a lot. Wolfman, there's a lot of them. Uh, you don't get a lot of creature from the Black Lagoon, but then we just got the Shape of Water, which is, I mean, ah. I know it's different. No, you don't count that. Then I would say Creature from the Black Lagoon because you okay. don't see a lot of that. Okay, great one. Uh, fantastic pick, Danny. Frankenstein. <laughs> Frankenstein. Yeah. It, al- it always gets fucked. Yeah. It always I agree. Gets fucked. To me, it's the one yeah, that, got, that gets yeah. fucked the most. So, mm-hmm. yes, I would agree. Frankenstein's monster. All right, moving on. All right, 22. So it took Disney Plus less than two months to realize that they can't wait until 2021 to release uh, Marvel stuff. Um, do you think the numbers are lower than they thought it would be? Oh, yeah. No. I do. Yeah. I think so. I think they thought this was just going to be full fucking full boner the entire time. Fucking fans are just you know salivating it for it. It seems like it, huh? Yeah. Because they weren't going like to release it. Yeah, they weren't going to release any Marvel stuff until uh, next year. 
And then uh, all of a sudden we got, oh, WandaVision's coming out and yeah. something else is coming out. And I, I think they announced three things that are coming out all of a sudden in 2020. I think the numbers are lower than they anticipated. I would agree with you. I don't but think yeah, I, I, I don't agree with that. I just feel like production values or some it has to do with something with not the numbers themselves, but like on the production side of it. They're like, oh, we're getting this closer to do things because they announced the Mandal- Mandalorian second season coming out fall 2020. You know, so I feel like there's things that are kind of like either ramping up, ramping up for it, like because uh, it has to do something with a Marvel movie where they're like, oh, this needs to tie into that. So I feel it's on on the number side or it's on the production side over the number side. Uh, I, don't know. I got an idea for a horror movie. Someone has to seriously give their honest opinion about uh, Disney. And Walt Disney's ghost is right behind them. Oh, for the answer. Here's a twist. They're also Jewish. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, That's uh, 2023, 20, 20, Danny. Okay, so uh, as Natalie Portman is our favorite actress around here, uh, and she <laughs> did, and <laughs> she did win. Uh, <laughs> she did win a Oscar. For uh, Black Swan, uh, Joaquin Phoenix won the Golden Globe for Joker. Does the performance make the movie? In the case of the of Black Swan, no, it's a good movie. In the case of Joker, absolutely. Yes, I would agree with that sentiment as well. All right, number twenty-four, Blake. I mean, okay, so um, which uh, I guess I'll rephrase this: um, which of the classic horror series like we're talking like friday 13th halloween uh, nightmare on elm street which of these has been the most underserved of the past few years and which one would you like to see worked on nightmare i think uh, it's you i agree nightmare halloween nightmare. they have like yeah, they have two more yeah. coming out for and, and I, the new nightmare that the that was not so great um i actually nightmare i'm not the biggest fan of but um i mean freddy krueger is an icon he's really important to the horror genre um he deserves a better send off than what New Nightmare gave him. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth, I prefer, but mm-hmm. um, I don't think it needs to be rehabbed as much. See, I, I my pick would be Friday the Thirteenth only because, as you guys were kind of talking earlier about like uh, more campy bullshit horror movies, like let's make more of those. Like that is the most perfect fucking fodder oh, for for, sure. for that, and yeah. we haven't had one in fucking ten years or more. So uh, I definitely think. Yeah, I definitely think Friday the Thirteenth is uh, is uh, underserved, and definitely, definitely, we need a new shot, another shot taken at at doing a, a Jason Voorhees movie. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, twenty five. I've been watching. Uh, I've been using Disney Plus to watch The Simpsons. I've started from season one. I'm now on season three. Um, to, <laughs> the Simpsons is still laugh out loud funny. It's my it's it's the office for me now. It's, it's yeah. my binge watching. Uh, Wet fell off a cliff harder. The Simpsons or The Office. Ooh, fuck. Well, Simpsons. Simpsons. Ooh. Well, so yeah, the, Sim- the Simpsons too. I feel like the Simpsons you gave they have the so-so season, like the first season, and then they're consistent consistent for 10 years. You know, yeah, but then and it went on for another 10 years. <laughs> what a 40 years. 40 years. All right, you're right. I was going to say cuz like I feel like everybody Everybody stopped caring once Steve Carell left, like you know, or when Jim uh, and Pam actually, got married. Yeah, so once feel... Pam and Jim got married, that was all the tension, right? And then it was just, 
it was like the office like they kind of knew it wouldn't it wouldn't last that long so all those characters like kevin and angela and all them they had to kind of make up like character traits for them over the course of the next like six seasons because they really had none right I, I felt like the office really because i quit i basically quit watching it once uh steve Carell left I, I did also. yeah and it was to me that was it so it's like you guys had a really cool core I mean, let's be real. It was awesome. It was totally awesome while it was doing its its heyday. But man, they could have they could have ended it and sent it off in a really when we would all look back fondly on it. But now we have this question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, Danny number twenty six. Uh, all right, so I'm a weeb and I like to see my anime with subtitles. Uh, I do watch my Simpsons in Spanish. Uh, so here's your thing: dub or sub on your movies or shows? Sub, sub. Yeah. Okay. Sub, Blake, sub, number twenty-seven. This is fantastic. Fucking segue. What? Or actually, would you be okay with an American Parasite remake? Ugh. No. I read. I read that, and I it just shook my head. No. And then I looked over to The Departed, and I'm like, well, if we get something good like that, yes. But have no. you ever seen uh have you seen Infernal Affairs? I've seen parts of it. I fell asleep. It, it doesn't come it, it yeah, exactly. It doesn't compare to the departed. I hate the like, departed. Like <laughs> what well, the departed um Parasite's like an amazing movie. Infernal Affairs is good, but it, it's like the departed is it's, it's a not a remake of a great movie, that's what it is. Like mm. remaking a great movie ever is not a good idea, I don't think. Hence Let the right party. <laughs> let the right one in. Is that the one? The let, let the right one. In? Uh, the exceptions to every let rule. Let me in. Yeah, and let the right one in. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. What are we on? Twenty eight? No, no, wait. Twenty seven. Blake. Was that me? Oh, okay. So this is a would you rather? Um, would you rather contend with a werewolf that only wants to rape you, or <laughs> would you rather contend with a shambling corpse? And we're talking real rotten, like rotten, like real rotten corpse. Yeah. Um, that that will not stop pursuing you until you have sex with it. Uh, I'll go with uh, willingly having sex. You want to have sex with the corpse? Okay, Danny. I don't yeah, want to get think... raped. <laughs> I just said you have to contend with it. I'm not saying you're actually going to get raped. <laughs> you just have to deal. You have to deal with one of these things. I'll go with the corpse. All right, I'll Danny. go with the corpse too. Really, dude? Yeah. I'm load. I'm loading up my 357 <laughs> for bear silver bullets. Let's go for a walk, baby. I will fucking murder that motherfucking werewolf. I'm not worried about it. Um, so, <laughs> number 28. Um, the wife was watching Pluto. Silk Stockings came on. I never watched the show. I knew the theme song perfectly. <laughs> do you guys remember the theme song, theme song to Silk Stockings? I do not. No, I don't think I've ever seen that. I know of it. And then there's a woman who just goes, That's your ringtone. Ladies and gentlemen, you have your ringtone now. <laughs> that explains go. why you want to have sex with a corpse a whole lot more. <laughs> 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 Number twenty nine, Danny. Uh, do you guys care for three D movies? Oh, no. they still make those? Yeah, they do. Uh, they do. Which I have no fucking clue why they do, nah. but they still do. I don't care about them unless it's uh, Friday the Thirteenth uh, Number Three. Ooh, unless or Jaws Three? No. 
<laughs> Press 3D. Uh, number 30, Blake. Uh, what's y'all's favorite current podcast? Um, Adventures in Movies, because they give the voices to the voice. <laughs> Um, I, I I like um, you must remember this. It's about old timey weird Hollywood stories. Oh, very cool. Uh, it's been a minute with Sam Sanders on NPR. Okay, uh, my current one, I guess, is the Gone Cold podcast. Uh, it's basically uh, unsolved murders and cold cases from the state of Texas. So um, very interesting, and there's a pretty good backlog to go enjoy. So. Cold bodies and hot barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Uh, number thirty-one. Uh, wait, who, who did the three D movies when you did, right? Tanner? I did, yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, Blake's thirty-one. Uh, no, Blake. Blake I just, just did, did the his. favorite podcast. Yeah. Oh shit. Uh, okay, I'm thirty-one. Uh, this kind of ties into the three D thing. I um. So uh, I went to the movies this weekend. I walked in and uh, I I thought it was in three D and I was pissed because I didn't want to see it in three D. Uh, I saw Bombshell this weekend. Good movie. Oh, is that your que- Is that the topic? You guys, <laughs> yeah. Do you guys? No. Do you, no, do you guys want to see it? Yes. Oh, uh, Fuck yeah. what, I don't know what it is. Charlie Theron, <laughs> Nicole Kidman, Margot Robbie. Uh, it's about Roger Ailes, uh, Fox News, and the sex scandal. Oh, no, I don't want to see that. No, thank you. <laughs> Not even in 3D? <laughs> oh, maybe 3D. I'm chilling. 3D. Uh, let's see. 32, Daddy. Uh, so I guess kind of with your kind of question, uh, what uh, what makes you want to watch a film? Is it the actor, director, the writing the writing? Duo, whatever. Like, what makes you say story. I'm in it for this story? It's always story for me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. I mean, that that's what always brings us. Uh, that's what makes things last, right? Is the the story that captures you and is memorable. So yeah, I would 100 percent agree. All right. Uh, 32. Please? Okay. Uh, we're gonna kind of live in the podcast world for a few. Um, what podcast have you guys been listening to the longest? Oh, I've been listening to this one called The Lapsed Fan. It's about uh, I've been for like four or five years now, but it's um, for wrestling fans who are lapsed, who don't watch wrestling, oh, and cool. they just talk about old school wrestling. And their constant joke is, "Yeah, we talk about old school wrestling because so many people listen to us because no, it, it wasn't better back then. That's why the ratings are so low now." That's incredible. Uh, <laughs> how long have you been listening? How long has it been around? Like, I don't know how long it's been around. I've been listening to it for like five years. They have these uh, okay. months-long studies into stuff. It's really cool. Wow. Okay. I listen to a weekly podcast called iFanboy. They've been since like 2000 and something because they were our website first. Uh, but they do – they have comic book, comic book reviews weekly. And then sometimes they have like a, a, a book club every month or an interview with a comic book creator or artist, and uh, I've been listening to them f- since fuck for like six years, seven years now. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's really cool. So I have two that I've been listening to for like 11 years now. Um, one, uh, Night of the Living Podcast, who I'm sure you've heard me mention here on before. Um, one of the original horror movie podcasts that was on the internet. Um, they're still going, still cranking out great stuff. Freddie, Amy, Andy, Mikey B, and Kelly are always kicking ass and taking names. So highly recommend that. And then um, Darkness Radio, which is kind of like a paranormal, you know, news, uh, weird happenings kind of podcast. Dave Schrader is the host of that. has been doing it forever. And uh, just really consistent. I can't believe that there's been podcasts that I've been listening to for over a decade now. And uh, But those are definitely two. So I would recommend those. Awesome. Uh, number 33, just a general announcement. It's official. We are going to Sundance. Oh! 
number 34, Danny. Biggest failure in franchise. I, I, I put biggest failure franchise. So what is your, what to your idea, what is the biggest uh, failure? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Alien has uh, fallen oh, off a very high peak. Uh, Terminator. Um, you know what? When I was a kid, uh, I'll, I'll kind of go with something we haven't talked about before. The uh, Christopher Reeve Superman movies I really loved. And then when we got to the one with uh, Radioactive Man, uh, <laughs> reference, <laughs> uh, it wasn't all that great. And I thought it ruined it. Damn. I would have to say the Tremors franchise really, really dropped off there for me. <laughs> Yeah, well, once they got to number seven, <laughs> they were pretty good up until the third one. <laughs> uh, I have a uh, Kevin Smith's movies. Um, <laughs> you oh, talk actually, shit about yeah, Kevin that's... Smith every fucking chance you can. <laughs> fifty for fifty reasons we hate Kevin Smith. <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. Uh, Thirty-four, Danny. Uh, I just did uh, my franchise one. Oh, okay. Thirty-five. So, thirty-five. All right. Yeah. Uh, thirty-five will be. Uh, do you have a favorite content creator? So that could be anybody. Do, do you watch? Uh, you there's somebody who does YouTube videos. Uh, it could be a podcast. Uh, just an Instagram account. Artist. Uh, who's your favorite content creator on the internet right now? If you guys don't choose me, I'm gonna be so mad. At you. <laughs> Here's a weird one for content creators. So. Uh, there's there's this fat neck beard named the quartering on YouTube. Uh, he, all he does is bitch about Brie Larson constantly. Oh. Like he, you know, he bitches about her so much that you know he would furiously masturbate if he was within five miles of her. But uh, like uh, I think I watched. Uh, you know, they have the clickbait titles, and years ago I watched something that was super right wing type of thing. So now he constantly comes up in my recommended thing. And uh, mm. I don't know why he's so stupid looking and fat and disgusting. <laughs> that I, just, I click on, I, I always end up watching like a minute of his stuff. He's not my favorite, but I, I probably watch his stuff more than. Well, Pat, would, he, a, would he qualify as a tub of lard? <laughs> yeah, he is, in fact, a, a corpulent young lad who is a tub of lard. <laughs> uh, that's my favorite Patrick Slander. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, who's your favorite content creator? Other than yourself, you fucking megalomaniac. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, uh, all right, I actually do have a couple of things. So, I like to wind down with a little bit of uh, YouTube, and uh, I watch a lot of Minecraft uh, videos. And so, okay. I I got into this uh, kid. He's a fucking kid. He's like fucking twenty seven or something, and um, he got me into a series called Hermitcraft. And uh, this it's like a group of like 20 people just on a server making a world, essentially. And they've been doing it for the last few years. This kid's name is Green. And uh, fuck, he's uh, fucking smart. He's uh, He goes beyond like just making Minecraft videos. Uh, and then Let the me people... Ask, is, yeah. he, is he South Green? No. Or North Green? <laughs> he is North Green. <laughs> No oh, way. Man. They're the no. ones with the nukes, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. Nukes and uh, no food. That's it. Yeah. Uh, and then the people of Bon Appetit. Uh, I love them all, especially Brad Leone. 
All right. Outstanding. Yeah, Outstanding. Uh, I would say, obviously, I have some very talented friends who are content creators on the internet. Pablo, uh, yourself, Danny. Uh, but uh, a guy who I've been following for a while now, uh, he worked for GameSpot.com for a long time. Uh, his name is Danny O'Dwyer. Uh, and he's an Irishman living in the United States now. And uh, he has a, a website. It's a Patreon called Noclip, uh, where he does these really cool in-depth documentaries about um, – the making of some of your favorite video games over the few years, new stuff, old stuff. He did a really cool thing on Half-Life. Um, so yeah, I would definitely say if you're interested at all in the video game world, check out no clip and uh, Danny's doing some really great stuff over there. Cool. All right, what are we on 30, 35 or something? 34, something like that. I don't know. So it was announced today that there's going to be no Oscars hosts for the second year in a row. Good, bad or indifferent. Who cares? Yeah, totally indifferent. I think Ricky Gervais, Pissed everybody off by being honest uh, <laughs> the other <laughs> night at the Golden Globes. Uh, yeah, I feel like that's always like just news fodder for people to just bitch and moan about. So yeah, deal away with it. I don't fucking care. <laughs> Go for it, Danny. I think thirty six. Uh, bringing. Do you want to bring back cable into your life? No, I do not. I I, I think about it a lot, and no, no, I don't think so. All right, thirty seven. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Danny. Go for it. No, I, I maybe. Oh, I, that's my answer. Maybe I don't have to do that. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So I guess that's me. Um, podcast related. Um, what was your favorite special edition this year, guys? Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> that one was really good, man. You guys knocked it out of the park with that one. I like the uh, Avengers one that we did. Uh, um, I would say the It special edition was a lot of fun. Um, I oh, felt like that, that one, one was, was fun too, actually. Yeah, that I had a lot of fun too. with that episode. Uh, Victoria, I guess, was our guest on that one. She, yeah, that yes, was a lot of fun. Yes, yeah. I always Shout enjoy out. the special editions because uh, we we try not to give spoilers away. Ever since Danny ruined Roma for people, um, <laughs> yeah. on a regular episode, on a regular episode, on a regular episode, he gave away a major plot point. But um, it's fun just to kind of let it all hang out. Totally, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, can we do can right. we spoil Little Women right now? Um, not the new one, but you can spoil the one with uh, Winona Ryder. Winona, because <laughs> uh, that is. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? What is it? My is it my turn? Whose turn is it? Yeah, it's your turn. Yeah. Okay. Um, actually, it was uh, what you guys? I don't know if you guys watched the Golden Globes or not, but I'm sure you've heard about Ricky Gervais's performance. Uh, what do you guys think of it? I thought that. I thought they only showed him like five or six times and I thought he was kind of funny, but he is so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Gervais definitely thinks his shit doesn't stink, but I also feel like yeah, a lot of times he gets up there and kind of says a bunch of shit that, you know, people need to fucking hear about those fucking yahoos out there. So I don't know. I, I, I don't really fucking care either way, but um, I thought it was funny that he pissed everybody off. Hey, here's a here's a bonus question. Uh, are atheists the most annoying people in the world? And the answer is yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, I think it's like number, I don't know, 41 or something, Danny. Sure. Uh, culture. Do you guys want to be represented? In the uh, movies? In movies, white yeah. White guys? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, uh, this is a very, uh, <laughs> I don't know how well this question works. Well, I'll, I'll say this. I, I'm uh, yeah, inclusivity is really yeah, I'm, uh, that I'm all for that and I'm all for more representation. Uh, it's really not something that I like we were talking about earlier stories most important to me. But I will say when uh, Parasite won the Palme d'Or and it was the first South Korean movie to win it. Uh, I thought that was really cool. I felt kind of proud of it. 
Yeah, I don't know how to answer that question. Um, <laughs> it's impossible for you. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, so I guess there's... I would love to see more tall, bearded, dorky white guys with glasses <laughs> in movies. Yes, Danny, I would love to see that. Well, uh, when I th- wrote this question, I was like, well, Blake is white, but <laughs> I feel because you're also from like this, er- like El Paso in the Southwest... Yeah. Like, do you want like I guess the city to be more represented in 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 movies or, or you know, that's or a good question. Of, so yeah, I would def- Texas. Yeah, no, I would. That's a really good way to put it. Um, yeah, because I, I, I take well, I take I definitely take pride in like the Hispanic and and you know Mexican heritage I grew up around. I I love that stuff. I love the food. I love the music in a lot of ways and stuff. So yeah, I mean, I I think the border community in general is under. Uh, appreciated or utilized and if it is put in a film it's kind of kind of stereotypical in a way so yeah i would say that 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 there could definitely be some some uh spreading of wings as far as what uh what a true border community is is like yeah in film for sure i agree um what that's blake what are we on 47 or something Okay, uh, so do you have a uh, do you have a regular one of these last fifty episodes that stand out in your gut as mind as something that you were pretty proud of uh, that we did out here? Oh man, that's a good question. Um... So I, I I have I have a I, I have an answer. Um, so we've all, all three of us we were at the Albuquerque Comic Expo. And uh, I feel that was one of our proudest achievements that we were together and uh, we took a photo together and we got to meet uh, Chris Claremont. And that was, was, I think, one of the things that still like resonates with me that we were all together for one for a show, essentially. And then we all fucking like, you know, we all had uh, dinner together and then we did our thing, essentially. Well, me and Pat had to drive back and then Pat, uh, then you, Blake, had an orgy. Uh, (laughs) I'll say that uh, it's um, it's hard to pick one particular episode, but I think that uh, I, I think Danny and I were doing a, a really good job. And then uh, I think when you joined on Blake, it really cemented it. And I think the three of us have a very natural chemistry that comes through on because uh, not only do I record the shows, but I I'm, I'm a, I have to I, I have to listen to them every single year. <laughs> no, I listen to them and I think the. The friendship and the the chemistry it really comes through. Um, and hey, we got uh, eight thousand downloads as of today. So I mean, right. that equates into I don't know forty thousand listens over the course of the past year or something. So wow. well, somebody thinks we're doing something right. But yeah, yeah. Um, it, I mean, there's individual moments that I could think of because they were really funny, or someone said something that was really cool, or that made me like rethink something. But uh, I think we have a natural chemistry that uh, cannot be beat. And yes, I am biased. I like that. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. I, I would definitely say the the one standout moment where we got to go on um, after the tragedy that happened out here in El Paso uh, kind of stands out in my mind because it was kind of cathartic. You know, it was just cathartic and like exactly like you're saying. It was really great to sit down with my friends and uh, and like talk about something other than something horrible that happened, and uh, that was a really memorable thing for me, for sure. You know what's? I was thinking about that um, a couple of days ago because uh, after we did that episode, um, a lot of people from uh, AIPT they um, sent me messages like saying that uh, heard the opening that was really cool or. Uh, that was that was really nice of you guys, or you know, sorry, I'm sorry about what's happening, but it was really strong of you guys to do that. And uh, 
I thought I think it affected whoever heard it. I think they actually like felt the emotion that that we felt. And I thought I thought it was really cool. That's a good one that you bring up. Really, <laughs> it's really fucking good. Okay. I'm not cry- I'm not crying. <laughs> Uh, so let's see. What are we on number seventy-five now? Um, <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's the uh, best movie experience you've ever had? Or oh, I'm sorry, best movie theater experience. That's what I mean by that. Theater experience. Oh. Well, I can give you my. I'll give it in a nutshell. Um, I, I was opening night of um, Revenge of the Sith. There was a costume contest judged by the audience. A little kid was wearing his uh, clone troopers costume that he got at Target. Nothing wrong with that, but people were dressed in homemade costumes. And the audience booed him to tears. Wow. <laughs> he, was like, he was like five years old. Funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, man. That's hilarious. I, I would have to say, like, I remember forcing my mom to go see one of the Star Trek movies that was coming out. Like, it was like the next generation era of Star Trek movies. And uh, I was a little ass kid. And I could tell my mom had wanted nothing to do with it. But we went. We had a great time. We still talk about that night. So, yeah, like, it was... Uh, I fond memory of, of going to a movie with my mom <laughs> so there <laughs> oh that's a good one that's a good that's one i really took my mom doesn't like theaters uh i took her on mother's day to see a uh, gladiator with russell crowe and uh she still remembers that even and she hates movie theaters but she still remembers that that's, that's pretty that's a good one yeah but you did mo- i forced my mom to take me to see phantom menace she fucking hates star wars with a passion and she's like remember that one time you went me you took me to see that shitty movie i was like yeah I gave birth to you. I was like, yeah, you did. Uh, but one of my favorite ones is uh, we were doing a midnight screening for Star Trek, the J.J. Abrams one. And I was uh, avoiding a lady that I was wa- uh, seeing at the time. And uh, we, like, essentially a whole group we of, uh, of us nerds took up a whole row, essentially. And uh, the last two seats were still kind of, like, free, or they were free. And I had a, I had a buffer seat essentially, and the girl that I was uh, uh, trying to avoid comes and sits down, and I have a f- my, my my best friend. She just kind of like stares like dog. What's that phrase? A dog, uh, dog looks. What's the thing? <laughs> essentially, stares her down like with knives. <laughs> Next topic, Daddy. <laughs> Mad dogs her. Mad dogs her. <laughs> and uh, she leaves and. Uh, she hasn't she hasn't talked to me since uh but uh all right so i have a a question because we're all uh, keanu reeves fans and i'm not really sure if we're all constantine fans but are do you guys want a sequel for constantine oh yeah see who keanu reeves in another constantine movie yeah absolutely oh for sure yeah i like and shiloh buff get shiloh buff back in that bitch too fuck yeah yeah. fuck yeah But I want him to play John McEnroe in that. I just want him to be John McEnroe again. <laughs> uh, what do you got, Blake? I've got like two more left, yeah. I, uh, yeah, me too. I... Uh, do you guys have any uh, goals for the next 50 episodes? Uh, well, um, I, I, I know I just have short-term ones. Uh, around the corner, I'm going to give it a plug right now. Stank month is coming up. Stank month. Uh, <laughs> and I'm looking forward to uh, some more fun special editions, and just it's all about watching more movies. But yeah, I, I'm I'm just looking forward to having a lot more fun. Yeah, me too. I just want to be on all of them. Oh, that's, me t- <laughs> that's very t- that's, that's the toughest very, very, part. That's the yeah. toughest one. <laughs> uh, I, like I do part. want to make sure we get out something new every week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, this general announcement. Uh. 
check out the website. We have uh, a 2019 uh, in review article. Uh, have a new contributor, uh, movie contributor, uh, Shane Martin. Welcome along, and maybe one day you can come on the show. It's <laughs> just <laughs> a topic. I was, I, you can tell when I was getting to the bottom right ahead. <laughs> yeah, it was the same. <laughs> well, go for it. I, I still have content. Uh, <laughs> I have uh, a, a good question for you guys. The best scene you guys remember? Oh, best the scene. Okay, well, I'll tell you. Since we were talking about American remakes, uh, my favorite movie of all time is Old Boy. And while I won't say it's the best scene, the uh, very famous like hallway fight scene that ends with a hammer, love mm. it. And that's mm. one take. That that's that's a good scene. That's a good choice. Yeah, I love that scene. Scene, jeez, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be a basic bitch and say the the Luke Skywalker Darth Vader um, Cloud City showdown is still one of my favorite all time things ever for sure. That's a pretty awesome one. What about you, Danny? The donkey in uh, Bachelor Party. Donkey. Ah, that's that's a good. Uh, you know what's a really powerful scene just in general from The Simpsons when Bart and Principal Skinner become best friends. At the end, they can't be they can't be friends. Uh, Bart puts the kick me sign on Skinner, and then Bart turns around and he and Skinner's put a sign on him that says "Teach me." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, brings a tear to the eye all the time. <laughs> what do you got, Blake? Uh, so I guess this is my last one. Uh, what's uh, what property non movie, non movie property? Um, are you most looking forward to uh, in the coming year? Oh, for me, it's uh, there's two things. It's either Persona Five, uh, the Royal, or uh, I mean Cyberpunk, or 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 uh, the uh, Disco Elysium is coming to the PS4 eventually this year. I would love to play that. Okay, outstanding. I mean, I, I knew it'd be video game related because mine is too. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I, there's a little book that just came out. I haven't been able to find it here, uh, but Hawkeye Freefall by Matt Rosenberg just came out, and uh, Otto Schmidt. And I really like the guy's art a lot, and I'm really excited for it. And, uh, yeah, that's the thing that I think I'm really excited for, just to, like, read it and just go for it for the next six months, seven months, I think. Awesome. Yeah, I would definitely say Cyberpunk 2077 uh, is a thing that I've been very eager to play. I don't have much time to play games anymore. I kind of live vicariously through streamers and stuff uh, on a lot of this stuff, but that's definitely going to be one that I carve out time to enjoy and be part of the zeitgeist when it comes out. I, that's just one of those things I, I want to be. I want to be able to talk about it while it's while it's new and fresh, and I'm really looking forward to to playing Cyberpunk. So and Keanu, we got fucking Keanu in it, everybody. And Keanu, yeah. and Keanu. So let's see. That was your last one, Blake. So I guess I'm number forty nine, and Blake's number and Danny's number fifty. So number forty nine. We don't talk about this very often. But um, I've always thought that we have an open review policy for this show. If someone sends us something, a movie to review, unless it's porn, we will review it. Uh, review how do you guys porn. feel about that? <laughs> okay, well, there you go, guys. <laughs> Danny? It, wait. Open to review for, everything, or oh, do you draw a yeah. line? No, fuck yeah. Let's fucking review it. Let's see if you want to sh- send your smut. Let's do it. Just don't send your <laughs> Facebook live. Oh, majority rules. I guess I have to go back to watching porn. And... <laughs> Danny, you are the last one. 50 for 50. What do you got? Yeah, I have 50 for 50. And I'm just going to keep this as easy as possible because I don't have a topic for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and there you guys have it. There, thank you, everyone, for listening. 
that was not quite 50 topics and it was a lot more than 50 minutes but it's our show and we can do what we want <laughs> every week you can check out our podcast uh, or you can go to adventures in poor taste where you can find talking tauntauns poor taste wrestling um, we have the uh, comics podcast or you can check just check out some of the reviews we have all kinds of comics reviews wrestling articles and movie related stuff check it out and uh while you're checking us out you already heard us for what get really personal now you can also get personal with us over at twitter at adventures in movies aapt movies is the handle you can also follow follow us individually uh you can find pat nathaniel uh on instagram at nathan Fortes. you can find danny me on twitter and instagram at default underscore player and you can find the fabulous hollywood blake on twitter at four eyed whore yes your lord danny don't forget <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and That's so, one of my uh, favorite comments, actually. <laughs> it's a good one. Uh, it was. That was fun. Uh, so it's the beginning of a year. Obviously, we have uh, lots of stuff to look forward to. So I think next week we're going to be covering films that are kind of like new beginnings, the end of eras. So I think there's some uh, interesting stuff in there. So please tune in next week. You can check out that episode. You can check out this episode. You can check out the previous fifty plus episodes on stitcher maybe i don't know um spotify apple Podcasts, or you can just go to the website uh definitely leave a rating and tell a friend and that's our cue thank you very much we look forward to 50 more of these and uh, we'll talk to you next week happy birthday David Bowie. Now, yeah. <laughs>